Hello, this is Norma Sheehan from the Heal Your Hole podcast, asking you to heal my hole for a change. The hole in my pocket. It's just a small one-off payment, no subscriptions, takes 30 seconds to do apparently. So you need to follow the support this show link in the show description. And every payment increases my healing power. So I can continue to tend to your lazy holes, hairy holes, needy holes, itchy holes, money holes, smelly holes, arseholes. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to episode number 34 of the Heal Your Whole podcast with myself, Norma Sheehan, where we will look at all the various holes in your life, physical, mental, spiritual, emotional, financial, comical, sexual, and we give them all a good seeing too. Last week we looked at Greedy Hole and that uh, gave us a view into how the other half lived. We spoke to John Sheehan, luxury sales guru, and this week we're doing Ga Hole. So that's GAA hole. For anyone who doesn't know, it's Gaelic Athletic Association. Now, there's a big umbrella to all of this and it's quite political. There's the uh, Ladies Gaelic Football Association. There's Camogie. There's different areas. But you know what? Ga is Ga. And it's fascinating. If you've never seen the sport, there's uh, Camogie or Hurling, which has got a shtick and a schlitter. And then there is the football, the women's and the men's football. Fascinating sport. So we're going to talk to Valerie Mulcahy today who happened to be live streaming a match between Galway and Cork on Instagram. Um, I don't know if she's going to get arrested for that, but Galway were playing Cork and they moved venue last minute, um, which nobody was happy with. So she live streamed the match because the TV cameras couldn't get there. Anyway, we'll talk about that later. She is also one of the most annoyingly humble people I've ever met. So I had to, you know, she, she wouldn't blow her own trumpet. Um, so I was tempted to call the episode Gay Hole instead of Ga Hole because she has been an activist in both areas. Like in sport, she is she's been described as unflappable under pressure. She's been on six all star teams. She won 10 All-Irelands for Cork football. She was most valuable player on numerous occasions. She was the highest scorer probably in most games she ever played in her life. And she's a founding member of the WGPA. That's the Women's Gaelic Players Association, which is really, really important. Yeah, and I suppose the reason she has no ego is that one of her coaches told them once, you know, go on away for your break. They probably got a few weeks off and he said, don't come back with what is it again? Uh, come back with no egos and no arses. And no, he never said that. He probably said, anyway. He meant get stay off the drink and don't get full of yourself. And then the other area that she's an insane activist in. Um, you see, she was brought up in an Ireland as I was, where you know homosexuality was illegal. So. In 1993, Mary Robinson, our president, was really proactive in decriminalising homosexuality. And Valerie was also brought up in a time where someone like Martina Navratilova or, you know, that, that was the only person she could look to um, who was out and gay. And I suppose she's just done so much. Like she went on a documentary, Don Lowe Cusack, called Coming Out of the Curve. 
and that was her publicly coming out and that came out just before the marriage referendum in Ireland and it really helped it. She's been an instigator to get the GAA to participate in the Pride Parade. Also in 2015 she had the girls teams wearing rainbow laces. There's now a diversity manager in the GA which is just a great step forward and uh, yeah people name their children after Valerie Mulcahy she's such an inspiration but anyway I'll shut the feck up now and I'll start talking to her um, okay here is the interview with Valerie Mulcahy legend legend probably the I don't know one of Ireland's greatest sports people and activists here we go Hello, everybody. <laughs> Hello. I'm here with, uh, when I, you know, I call everyone legend, but this is a freaking legend, right? This woman should have her own bridge named after her or she should be in the Wax Museum. Are you in the Wax Museum? I am not. Or she should be, uh, what else should she be? She, you should have your own stand. Yeah, we could, we could get you a stand. Edition, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Valerie Mulcahy. She is a Cork woman. Um, like, I, I don't have enough time to stream off her accolades. She basically looked in a nutshell, she was on the winning Cork team for 10 All-Irelands. Is that correct for football, GA? Yep, it is. How does that apps like... I smile every time I hear it. I don't I can almost believe it myself that we managed to... Like I remember Larry dance. Larry Tompkins and that those years. That went on for years and years and years. But yeah, like uh, this was another years. level. Yeah. It's fantastic because like, if you consider that in 2005 we got to our first All-Ireland we hadn't won anything up to that point and we had many years of getting knocked out in the first round so to to dominate for five years and then as I say take a little break and let Dublin win and then get another five in a row was phenomenal and it's just great it's lovely to look back with such fond memories and of being were, part of a great Were you team. the only one on that? Oh no there was a, a good eight of us stuck around for the whole lot yeah and actually I retired and the girls there was one or two still played on and uh, got 11 so Okay but there was one more after you left then was it? Yeah and then there was a and then there was uh, Dublin started to win So was Breed involved in some of them? Yeah Breed, Breed Stack Breed Corkery Juliet Nolig Deirdre Riley Yeah um, Durflin and Angela Walsh maybe Yeah um, and Rena Buckley yeah. like a good core group Right. Okay. And you were the. You're right. You were the. The, the kind of. I suppose the the core. Of the group. but it must yeah. have been just magic. It must, like that's. Oh yeah, it was amazing. I mean, just like so many memories, and it's funny because sometimes they do. You don't know what all Ireland we played, or who we played in what all Ireland, and like it sounds a bit like arrogant, but it's not. It's just that like we happened to have such a great team. We had a great opportunity. We were there ten times. So. It's magnificent, yeah. So you meet someone then from another county and they're raving on about the, the 20, the, 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 you know, when we were against you in the final in such yeah. a year. Yeah, I would you remember then if they did. But you, yeah, well, okay, when they... Detailed, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, okay. But, uh, no, so, it's amazing. And I, I think the whole thing with sport is like the friendships you make at the end of it and the opportunities you get, you know, so... Yeah, but you also said there a few minutes ago, just before we started, I said, you know, how's, how active are you now, girl? And uh, you basically said you would have sport involved in your life five days a week for your sanity. Oh yeah, definitely. I think it's hugely important. I think when you leave the game, you, you know, obviously if you're goal when you're playing and, and it's all about that. But I always kind of understood the importance of it for my mental health as well as my physical health. So yeah, I feel more myself when I'm able to train and and be active. And I feel good about myself and, you know, that whole natural endorphins. endorphins. And that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because you look amazing. Do I, thank you. Well, you know, that, like some people go to pot after they give up. Oh, I know, yeah. You see like Sporal Maradona there. 
yeah. in them, yeah. But and you're not you're not gambling and snorting and all the rest of it like some of the other. <laughs> you see, people no. get addicted to the highs and lows. Oh no, there is. There's, there's obviously a, a spell of a bit of like down. I actually think it used to kind of happen to me when when we were in off season, you know, because you're so used to the structure and the exercise and being part of something, and then you're kind of like the winter was a bit. You know. And are you expected like, to do nothing for off season? Do they want your no, muscles to take a break? A bit like. Oh, we have a car uh, pulling in next to us. Would you believe there was no rain and then suddenly the minute we started talking there's a, there's a tornado um, falling on the roof. Yeah, someone pulling in next to us. See you later. Bye. Bye-bye. Nice car. Lovely car. Um, so what were we saying? We were talking about your fish holes. Your fish holes. Yeah, great. No, great. fish hole, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it though. I lo- and I like being competitive. And so you're, now you're teaching, what age kids do you teach? Yeah, so from I suppose 12 to 18, 18 yeah. 19, yeah. In an it's Irish great. school. I think we'll clash, yeah. So you're a fuck a luck I'm a fuck a luck yeah. Are you, are you, on me. when did you get completely fuck a luck uh, When I took the job. <laughs> oh really, you were I never? I took the option to, I had, I had actually got a different job and then I got asked to apply for this one. And then I was like, well, do I spend an hour and a half each way driving or do I just put that time into speaking Irish? And I think it's only when you leave school you kind of understand the importance of Irish or you, you want, you know, to be able to speak it. So I, kind of took it upon myself to learn and okay. then I was on TG Carry telly so, and radio with it like it's bad so it's, it's helped you in that way it has yeah but yeah. I mean I love I love being able to tell us about the TG Carry fuck a look a look shows um, so I've done um, actually the bon. real deal I did, I did an Irish dancing little show for charity okay um, go crack learning to do all the dances you know the can't remember what okay so it was like an Irish dancing version of yeah dancing it was like stars. a charity yeah a little version yeah. um, and then they did the underdog series so that would have been that was very getting, passionate yeah that was great I mean got to meet great people uh, guys from all different around the country did it with uh, Paul Galvin um, Ray Silk and then last year uh, did it with um, Kevin Cassidy and Mickey Ned so you know it's lovely to meet is other that going to go on again yeah, they're doing actually a women's version, but um, really? I'm not going to be part of that now. I'd say it's delayed as well because of COVID. So okay, and it's basically finding people who just just didn't quite make the grade. Yeah, and they, so it's kind of giving them an opportunity to show their worth and kind of I suppose get seen as well by their their county. So maybe opportunity for uh, I suppose acting as a platform just okay. to let county and an outlet as well. And yeah, and I mean good training and coaching and and a good show good. to watch. Yeah, no, it was it was good and. You know, you become invested in it, and you get to know them really well, and okay. and that's the whole thing about management. Like it's it's yeah. player led, and yeah. getting to know players. But you're also working for radio stations as well as an analyst and it. stuff at the matches. I do a little bit, and I've been fortunate to be able to go to three matches this year. So, um, you know, that's quite a privilege because not too many people get to go. Actually, right. I was in Co Park today, and we were. Um, I had to end up having to live stream the ladies football match because the venue had changed and TG Gara couldn't get their equipment there and yeah, I saw something on, on, on the newspaper there um, the Galway were pissed off that they got seven minutes to warm up because of yeah, the change of venue like that was, it was ridiculous yeah no, they, they were in Kinnegad so they didn't travel or didn't stay over the night before they travelled they were in Kinnegad when they got informed that the match was moved venue from Parnell Park to Co Park but also it was moved from half one forward to one o'clock because Parnell Park was deemed unplayable with the frost 
So yeah, they were aggrieved, and I wouldn't blame them. Jeez, they hardly were able to warm up, and they were being rushed around. So okay. you know, that's not good for preparation. And there was no coverage of the game then. So apparently, no. your Instagram account, so my, Valerie Mulcahy, yeah, blew up, and I've <laughs> was the only so five millions of followers. Were now. you breaking the law? Ah, uh, possibly. But sure, look, I have to give the people what they want. Yeah, I was know. watching it earlier. <laughs> um, Cork trashed them though in the end, was it? Yeah, they won quite convincingly. Yeah, so Cork went out and played Dublin in the All Ireland in two weeks' time. Which would, would that happen if it was a men's game? Would they get no, shoved correct, around no, like that no. and told? Well, the initial minutes. the initial problem was, Norma, it was supposed to be in Limerick, and the Limerick hurlers are training on the pitch, so they ousted the women. But oh my God! Sorry, so a few lads were training. They could have done it in Ireland. They could have. They could have done it in the schoolyard. They could have done it in the schoolyard. They could have done it somewhere else. But this is what happens when you're at the, uh, you know, discretion of the people who own the pitches. So. Okay, and some sometimes the women end up being slightly forgotten in the underdog. Yeah, and yeah. Okay. Yeah. Shall I remember a time there we were Cork County training and and we had to leave the pitch to get off for underage boys training? Like oh, you're shitting me. Mm, no. Okay. But anyway, now you're on a women's Gaelic board. Yeah, um, G- let's pump up our muscles and WGPA. Yeah, speak just out. trying to you know. What does it get? W- WGPA Women's okay. Gaelic Players Association. We're in the process of possibly forming with the the men's GPA. So to have one big unified body because we have seventeen hundred members and they have two thousand two hundred. And wouldn't it be amazing if the men and women got together as players and fought together for change and for you know. Well, well, that should be happening because well, yeah, well, we're we're in the process and it's going to an EGM. But so. I don't think men's and women's should be a, a separate anyway. I mean, the way we're going with LGBT and stuff like that, it's going to become <laughs> LGBT. Where is that? Know, but do you know what I mean? Who's who, play, oh, yeah. who plays for what team? Are we oh, going to yeah. do you play okay, for boys yeah. or girls? Or well, I think you have to keep that separation. Like when you're running, I mean, we used to play boys teams, brax matches, and yeah. They're just so fast, like you know, yeah. they're naturally just stronger and faster. So, but okay. underage, yeah, I mean, underage actually, a lot of us played with the lads up to under 12, 14 when, when that physicality wouldn't have been a big issue. Yeah, and there's, um, I know of kids in our area that are, you know, transgender from the age of six, so they're playing football with the boys or with with whoever they're. Yeah, yeah. So that's brilliant. Um, so well, they actually, the GA in fairness have. Um, been progressive you know like we did a lot there recently um, David Goff and I I'm trying to have a bit of visibility around Co Park like the biggest stadium there's no sign of a, a pride flag or anything like that so we were looking to that way we put in a few requests and turned out the biggest request we asked for we got granted which was to the GA would walk in the pride parade so they got invited to be part of the Dublin Pride Parade Fantastic. Um, which was amazing so we did but that you're inspired, like you're, you're an inspiration to kids and stuff like, weren't you in the, the documentary oh yeah Don Logue's uh, coming out of the curve yeah that yeah. was yeah that was great yeah. that's not that long ago no it was 2015 yeah okay and that was around the referendum no that was before the referendum yeah it was just before it was kind of the lead in would that have helped the referendum for uh, I think it did yeah yeah and I think you know a lot of people would have come out you know, and, and I suppose shared very private information, you know, something yeah. you don't necessarily want to be talking about, yeah. but did it for the greater good. And you did a lot of people from different walks of oh, life. I, and listen, I thought and it was amazing. I was, I was on the, well, trying to help with Belong Too on the campaign yeah. at the time. And my kids did more than I did because no one's going to listen to me, but they rang every relative and friend they knew around the country wow. and went, 
if you're confused, don't do it for us. Do it for this relative. Do it for this lad in my class. Do it for this. Oh, that's it's not about you anymore. It's not about you. It's about the future. And amazing. And it, I'm Jesus. I remember one of them was so young, one of mine, and she was she was phoning like relatives we have in their seventies and eighties and going, no, it's it's not your choice to make. Like, yeah. do it for me, friend. I won't Isn't give that? the names, but do it for my friend. This, that, and the yeah, other. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. No, it was like it was it was fabulous to be involved, and I think there's a lot of trailblazers gone before us who you know in very difficult circumstances were themselves and when it was illegal and mm. you know like th- that whole thing about going to nightclubs where you had to like ring the doorbell to get in and if you didn't look gay oh. enough you know because like Valerie I'm sorry no but growing up I thought there in was in Whitechurch in Whitechurch we were brought up in, in a beautiful beautiful place I've done an episode already called The Arsehole of Nowhere with uh, Patchy and, but like as far as I was concerned there wasn't any gay people in the world uh, Boy George maybe or someone yeah. There was only two people I knew in Cork City who didn't have white skin. Yeah. Like sheltered. Yeah, it was. And I think it was just the lack of yeah, people being able to be open. I think you're six years younger than me, so it might have been slightly better. But, oh, but I'm way younger than you know. But, no, no, I actually Well because well I'll tell you why, because you were in the same class as my cousin who's she's six years younger than me and she was telling me dirt about you yesterday. Oh lovely. She said your first C D or album or something was caught by Joe. You know that joke. Oh, I remember that, yeah. We were having a good crack. Sending each other photos of our birthdays. You remember the big cakes you'd have and everything. And she said you also were a pain because we went into secondary school. You'd never played hockey and she'd never played hockey. And within a couple of minutes, you were out playing for the senior team, scoring goals. <laughs> like a complete nut job. Same basketball, just pick up the ball on the team. Uh, soccer, am I right? Yeah, played at Ireland. Played at Ireland. In the World Student Games in Korea. Like what, what? Tennis and thing. What kind of jeans do you have? Um, <laughs> I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over seventy percent of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Uh, I, my mom was actually very sporty. Did she have any opportunities to... Not really, no. And like, she was great because she created the club in, in Rockbourne with a few others, you know, when they saw the need for it. We had a great teacher, Mr. O'Connell, you know. Mr. O'Connell? He used to be in charge that he... I used to be, like, trying to get his attention, like, when the lads would be training after school and be sawing the ball around and I was tiny. And I'd say he was actually protecting me by not allowing me to play. But anyway, I came to sixth class and he formed a, a girls' team and we ended up playing in Parky Cueve, the only time I got to play there, um, thinking that this was the way it was going to be. But, yeah, we played in Parky Cueve and we won. 
and we had a great that was kind of the start of it really so was it you kind of pushing on to try and keep up with the boys would have really helped in primary school yeah I mean a lot of us did they know, allow you to play with them at, at lunchtime yeah oh god I used to play soccer every, every minute you know, I used to be picked like third or fourth in my class of Better than the boys. boys. Yeah, sure. Obviously. Yeah. yeah. But it was good crack. But back to Whitechurch, like, yeah, I mean, like, when that marriage cause referendum was happening and we were going door to door, like, and I had my mom and my cousin and my sisters out and we were going door to door in Whitechurch asking for the vote, like, you know, it was kind of that level of... What kind of reaction did you get? Great, for the most part, yeah. Uh, yeah and any weirdos who were just afraid? Uh, not in Whitechurch, but... There was one or two in different areas. Grumpy people. I just seemed very unhappy themselves. Okay. So you nearly walk away having pity for them. Because they're afraid. They, they're, they're, yeah, they're, or maybe they're just they've been misinformed and I don't know whatever negative connotations went with being gay. So, but like Norman, now I'm in school and I'm seeing secondary like came out last week to me. Um, with a second year, fourteen second year old, whatever yeah, came out to you. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, no one bats an eyelid. Like no it's quiet, an and they're no. they know who they are, and they're comfortable. And and our school is great because there's myself and Jack O'Rourke, who would be quite open about her sexuality, and yeah. have you know he's written songs, and actually one of his songs is amazing. It's called Silence, and it was used in the Amnesty International piece around the marriage equality and that. So I suppose having that visibility just makes it go okay. Well, I'm actually safe in this school, and yeah. and we would have like every year we'd have a big day, and like we had a stand up week now last two weeks ago, and yeah, um, you know just showing. But it's progressed so much. It's it's amazing, really. and it's to feel to feel safe to be not sure as well. well that's it, and I mean, how, I think unless you're un- unless you're gay or whatever bisexual whatever yeah. you don't quite understand that it actually takes a bit of time to figure that out yeah and then to be unsure some, and I think we week, love to label some people some weeks I wonder it and I go oh no no you're just having a man hating week you're actually you're, 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 yeah, that's, that's, husband that's different that's different yeah yeah. But yeah I mean it. you know and I think I suppose we were always quick to label people and then people wouldn't be comfortable with labels or you're yeah. like oh and so now it's a lot more when fluid. you played for Cork mm-hmm. um, was everyone open within the team or did you was um, there any yeah I know like I no, I never actually had any issues. No, no, I've had it with my few friends, and yeah. uh, no, there was never. There was um, do never you feel you might have, open you might have come out earlier if you were born um, in a different? Yeah, I think if decade. I was born before, I'd been in a nun, and then I think yeah. if I was born recently, yeah, I think I probably would have been able to. Yeah. Is that just fear that like fear the rejection or? Oh, you know, that kind of the worry and the stress that people go around with for too many years. Like, And actually, you kind of realise, bar people who are homophobic, no one really cares. They just want you to be happy. Exactly, yeah. And they I get over it in five minutes. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, no but There's still tragic cases of people having to hide who they are and, and yeah. that. But for the most part, I think people are, are able to be... Particularly themselves. in this country. Yes, thank yes, you. Right. And I think that whole marriage equality helped when it went to, you know, a vote like so okay okay just back to sport you have a partner at the moment Nikki yeah. Daly who's playing on the Irish hockey team she is yeah uh, you she's don't, training mad were you the hockey fan I, I actually learned? played for four years and then I right. kind of had enough of it and that I was in San Angeles soccer instead yeah right now I'd always played basketball in San Angeles and the GA was on the go as well and the GA yeah oh well the GA was always on the go but when I was in school we didn't have a club so I was like a year without a, a I wasn't able to play football when I was in first year, basically. That's weird, isn't it? Yeah. So that's why my mum and others got together and set up the, the club. Yeah. 
and now it's flying actually my little nieces are playing so your mum was rock born in Whitechurch she, yeah. yeah yeah with others Rita Mackay I know who you all said on the podcast yeah Rita my teacher yes. <laughs> who couldn't dish out enough about it <laughs> I didn't give her enough time to think of my, my naughty bits so right and so now you're pretending to be into the hockey or are you kind of I know I mean I do, I do support hockey. I think they're right. doing great stuff and training. My, ridiculous. Yeah, my gang are t- have taken it up in school. Yeah. They would have been just gab, but there's so much hockey in the school they've taken it up now. Yeah. Sure, a bit of everything is good, isn't it? It is. And, well, especially in Dublin, it's a very popular sport, you know. So, not so much in Cork. But you were few playing clubs. it in Cork. And you're yeah, but that was St. Andrews. Only a few, a few colleges play it. Or colleges, you hear me. Um, secondary schools, so. And how much training is Nikki doing at the moment with COVID? Oh, like is, it, is it three days, three training sessions a day, three, three, four days a week, and then matches and inter squad matches. Okay, so, so it's full on. Oh yeah, it's full on. There's just no one watching. Yeah, no one watching. Okay, and you're doing you're, the, the analysing you're doing is for the GAA. That's yeah, for, I and GAA. That's for news talk and for and for County Sound one or three and right. A bit for so how now. how are we going to get you a um, your own bridge now or your own stand? I don't know, Norma. You could look into that now. But I just don't understand how you can like I could die and go to heaven if I done what you've done. <laughs> but I think so. Our whole team, like it's not me. It's it's that group. I think it'd be nice. But that was a miracle. Nice. It was a miracle to get that many people bonding for that length of time. Yeah, and we were very very determined and very starved of success when we were younger I suppose so that would have helped and then we had a great manager in Eamon um, who really understood leadership and getting the best out of people and we just worked on the skills and we worked hard and we enjoyed it and like it was our social outlet as Frankie Hunan, one of the managers um, he was involved since 2004 like he's like sure where else would you be like three nights a week meet, meeting your friends playing yeah. training yeah. having a crack which so is great did you have a bit of a did you skip a crazy social life or did you still manage to fit in the discos well, and the drinks somewhere of, along the way no I didn't really actually go mad like I, when I was in college I never did a freshers week or anything like that I was always training or playing or doing right, stuff that's which tough. I didn't mind and I went early like if after a few matches you'd have probably excessive crack but and you'd get drunk on three drinks then so you'd be a cheap drunk <laughs> would yeah. you be from being still so out, fit yeah. pure are you still a cheap drunk yeah <laughs> right but I saw my, my three were doing 17 hours gymnastics a week for a while yeah I mean that's but now it's but but I bet you were doing equally as much between oh, they, yeah, well, they weren't doing him. hockey basketball whirling mm, basketball I know I think at one stage I already counted it was on 13 teams 13 teams yeah. so you basically didn't have a free moment no and sure look it kept me out of trouble didn't it how did you get through the leaving search with all the training I was I was diligent like and I just diligent. You just got it done. We used to have basketball training up in Procol Hall, do you know that place? Yeah, I uh, played up by school up and Neptune. Uh, yeah, up uh, half nine on a Monday night. Be exhausted, I'd be sleep on the bus going into school. Yeah. And then I used to be tiny Norma and I used to have to walk up stop patch still with my bag. I remember one time in, in class the history teacher was like Valerie where's your book and I was like oh it's too heavy and I couldn't bring it with me she oh, killed me my. and she's the vice principal now really good laugh off that but yeah I was tiny and she like the books were so heavy and going up the steepest hill in Ireland it was yeah up Patrick's it was hill. It me, is, the, is it the steepest hill in Ireland yeah, I think yeah, it is yeah. and people cycle up it yeah we had yeah. the school at the top of top yeah. of Patrick's hill you had a bus day at school do you know I, I thumbed every morning yeah, the bus hadn't 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 started. Well, this is a private bus that we like you to pay for a little mini bus. Well, you see, you were a bit younger than me. Yeah, there was no fucking mini buses or nothing. Oh, uh, my brother used to go on. He went into Farna. So your brother, your brothers, and your brother and sisters were they as into sports? Remotely? They are, yeah. Like, um, 
they, yeah, my brother would play a lot with White Church. He's still into fitness and cycles loads. Okay. Um, would he do it to triathlon or to triathlon? No, well, we all have had this kind of injury in our legs or in our okay. calves, so it's kind of like chin splints but it's not so it's chronic compartments in it. so is like it, three it's not of us, called the as, aster there's some aster not asperger uh, no, no there's some so. knee knee thing about bumping the front of the knee oh yeah no what this is like um, chronic compartment syndrome where okay. basically your your muscle's too big for the fascia that surrounds it so you have to get it slit and then <gasps> when in recovery you have to train to expand the muscle so that it, it heals okay. bigger so my brother had to get like that done in his eggs my sister I did as well so you can't really run on roads and stuff and we were trying like, we should never be running on roads anyway I know yeah yeah but uh, so yeah and he's really your sister shaved her head recently so for D right D, D is such a quiet girl doesn't like any attention and then she got this notion with her friends to do something for charity and she shaved her hair off in lockdown herself while she wobbled her legs because she was so apprehensive I was so impressed and she made over 15,000 for Marymount Oh my amazing. god, 15,000 euro for Marymount. Amazing. Is she still collecting the money by any chance? Or? No, no, that's well finished right, now. Right, okay. but, uh, How's the hair growing back? Beautiful, yeah. And she's got it like dyed lovely blonde. Yeah, you've so. great hair, Lottie. Yeah. Um, okay, well. Um, and then Anora, sorry. Just sorry, no, yeah, which is better not ever. Yeah, she played. Uh, and we've mentioned Mary and Tom now. Mary and Tom. Yeah, yeah. And then Celeste, who'd be my biggest fan. And Caroline, um, yeah, I actually my I, sports mad like they'd watch everything. Carl I says. rang Celeste this morning to get some dirt on you. She didn't right. answer the phone. Oh well, yeah. There's no dirt on me, girl. No dirt on you, girl. Actually, it's, it's all out there. You don't, yeah, you, exactly. you don't hold anything back. So do you know what, Val? I'd love to do something with you down the line. I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know why. When, but I run. <laughs> oh Jesus! I won't be running. It'll have to be very soft ground. Um, here we are we might go to a nightclub at some point <laughs> but uh, no I'd love to do, I'd love to I just feel like you're one of Cork and Ireland's sports heroes of all time and yes you're an amazing teacher now but I just think there should be a big sculpture of you in, in, in Patrick Street <laughs> or something you're a bit artsy there you can start going, going with it do you know I, I, yeah, anyway but you, you're, you're, you're not involved in the underdogs this year no no so mainly teaching and yeah. analysis well I'm actually I, I was involved with it and uh, a team in Dublin Ballyboden St Indus yep. in Referendum so um, that's been fabulous we got to come to the final and went back playing and everything in the end okay. so I was coaching and managing and I'm okay, re- I really so enjoyed you're, that so that's another job uh, yeah it's a lot of time so how do you yeah. get up there from the teaching in Cork then up well to I had a year out I took a year out from right. the teaching and did a bit of travelling and found myself and whatever else and yeah did that job and it was great and got to meet lovely people And how long did you travel the world for? Oh, like, well, pre-lockdown, I, only, I went to South America. Aren't you glad you went? South Africa, Caymans. Jesus Christ, uh, you wouldn't do that now? Amsterdam, exactly. Amazing. Fortunate that I got to go the right side. Was of. that straight after the World Cup? Because I was following you in it. No, no, no that was uh, maybe just last year, 2019. But after the Hockey World Cup? No. No, wasn't it? Oh, was it? The qualifier. Qualifier? Yes, the qualifier for the Olympics. Oh, I went fake. to South Africa after so one of the girls in the hockey team got married in South Africa. Yeah. Amazing. Okay. Okay. So Right, anything else so before we uh, wrap no, it up? Norma, we're just all very proud of you in, in oh, White shut Church. Your, shut your hole. And then I and then we hear you. I'm like, is that Norma on the radio? 
Miss Askin, is it Ad? Oh. Ad Tomovich, I'm like, is that you? My uncle was laughing at me last night. Why? Because he was giving out about the machines in Tesco, you know, um, <laughs> uh, unexpected item in bagging area. Yeah. <laughs> Next thing I open my phone and I, I, I'm i one of the supermarkets that goes, unexpected item in the bagging area. <laughs> and I played it 20 times in a row on this recording that I just sent into a supermarket. And he was like, you fucking bitch. If I don't kick you someday, unexpected fucking item in the bagging area. Anyway, we got some laugh out of it. So that's where my career is at the moment. Oh, brilliant. Unexpected fucking item in the bagging area. Right. Say bye, Valerie. Slán. <laughs> and here's a little snippet from Tesco. No, not Tesco. From uh, from it's, it's another supermarket. I'm not allowed to say. Uh, here you go. Unexpected item in the bagging area. 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 <laughs> so that's where my career is anyway. Um, so yeah, Valerie used to be like a real instigator in school of getting things done. She was an activist from the age of, I'd say, 10 or 11. Uh, Shelley Downing was another one in the school who used to go out and play with the boys. They were mighty, the two of them. And Mr O'Connell, he was our teacher. Um, I don't think he had a lot of... <laughs> Sorry, Mr O'Connell, but I was I was a pain in the hole. Like, I, I, I didn't make your life easy, so I'd like to apologise. And that Osgood Schlatter's is the disease I was thinking about, the lump at the front of the knee when you have growing pains, not Asperger's, just in case anyone thinks they can get Asperger's in their knee. Um, that's how qualified I am in um, medicine. So, yeah, women's sport, unbelievable. I think we have a world record in Croke Park at the women's football final, or could have been the hurling final, probably football final, of attendance at a women's sport. Yeah, phenomenal. So if you enjoyed the episode, tell your friends. If you didn't, uh, shut your hole. And I'm going to let you off here with a little bit of a speech, the end of a speech from Valerie Mulcahy's TED Talk. I cried watching this TED Talk. So check it out. Valerie Mulcahy, TED Talk. You'll find it on YouTube. And the most, oh my God, she basically said when she was confused about homosexuality and growing up in... um, you know, in Ireland in whatever, 20, 30 years ago, she said the reason she feels she might have achieved so much in sport and she just wanted to do better and better and better was she knew she had a disappointment down the line for family and friends when she would maybe have to let them know that she wasn't normal. And I just think that breaks my heart that that drove her on to win so many All-Ireland, so many valuable players, so many All-Stars. A machine... Thank you, Valerie. So here's a snippet from her TED Talk. Our little nation, in a short time frame, has become a beacon of hope and a mirror of possibility for anyone in in another country who has not afforded the same freedoms and rights that we enjoy here, even right now. The freedom to love who you love, the freedom of speech, the freedom to drive, the freedom to play the sport you want to play, freedom to play in Park Aquive, especially if you're Ed Sheeran, he got to play there more than I did. But what seems impossible now is a possibility in the future. How times have changed and how we have changed times. But don't wait for change. Be part of it. Thank you. Imagine. 
Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.